Welcome to Group Dates and Hot Takes. I'm Sampi. I'm Christy. Let's talk about Bachelor in Paradise. Hello, everyone. We needed to take a day to let things from this week marinate a little bit from that last episode, but here we are for the last week of Bachelor in Paradise Season 8. Let's get into it, Christy, unless you have any any notes for us before we start. No, I have some stuff to sprinkle in throughout, but nothing Ooh. at the beginning. Oh, you know I love it when you start sprinkling information. Ugh. Well, I didn't appreciate how we started episode <sighs> 15. I mean, we really just spent most of this week, I feel like, stuck in long recaps yes but this was a full 10 minute wells story time recap of the season of everything we've already watched yeah i don't know what the general consensus is out there in the world but uh, on group dates and hot takes at least wells story time is not popular no i i could do without it i get that they're probably trying to get him some additional screen time throughout uh, given that for some reason we haven't really seen him very much just giving advice yeah they should just have him do more of that which i feel like people liked seeing but these like cheesy segments just they're not working for me yeah or, or the the skits they've been doing i i guess i appreciate they're trying new things <laughs> Kind of, but I don't appreciate the results very much. Yeah. Yeah. They got to figure things out here. More generic Wells advice, less Wells story times. So I guess let's just go to cocktail cocktail time. Yep, cocktail party where Mara decides to leave. I mean, what? (laughs) I mean. It was either that or the humiliation of... (laughs) <laughs> of uh being completely ignored during the rose ceremony yeah i mean she even admitted yeah i stuck it out to have fun basically but time is up she uh she couldn't try to hop on uh hop on logan's back as he went to leave <laughs> well <laughs> uh yeah so I guess my question to you is, were were there any surprises here for you during the cocktail time? And more specifically, were there any surprises for you during the rose ceremony? Um. Well, we had that little moment where after they're told there's no cocktail party, Aaron, I guess, walked too far in front of Genevieve, <sighs> but she was hoping to like have some last minute convo with him. But, you know, that didn't end up amounting to much i guess it was just kind of funny yeah so why why did they cancel this cocktail party probably because the numbers were equal okay so they just thought there was no point like everyone's already paired up anyway uh, i don't know it's except still a little i weird. mean the only i noted brandon had another wedding vow speech as he gives his rose well, of course but <laughs> um the main thing was the logan and kate thing yeah, I just felt like a lot more of these people than perhaps uh, the producers would like 
us to believe are on shaky foundations. So it's just interesting to me that they're like, oh, you'll be fine. You don't need any more conversations. We could just get get this over with. I also feel like Flo and Sinead should not have accepted the roses from the twins. It's like, come on. Yeah, because we're, I don't know, it's just a weird place. Obviously, that is not at all a serious thing with either of them. So uh, just a a bit weird that Flo's like, oh, sure, of course I'll take your rose. Uh, I I keep, I, I, I have no idea what their names are. I, for a long time, I thought Joey was Jason or something. Like I spent the entire episode writing his name as Jason, and then I finally realized it was Joey, and I had to go back and edit all of those. Because <laughs> <laughs> I can't, I mean, I can't, t- I can't tell them apart. Oh, I can't either. And I don't, I don't remember names very well. So. Yeah, I guess the the biggest thing here is Logan and Kate, obviously. Yep. So Logan offers her the rose, and she starts on this speech, which I feel like she looked like super pleased with herself as she was giving this speech, which didn't come off super well to me. But she told him, like, yeah, you said I was critical, not warm enough. I look down on you. These are all projections I feel from That's you. So funny. I th- these are objective facts. This yes. isn't just, like a lot of the time as we watch through these seasons, there's a certain amount of ambiguity in terms of how these people relate with each other and the perceptions they have of their romantic partners and, and other people throughout this, the seasons. This however is the most cut and dried thing i think i've ever seen on this show <laughs> and and she's still she's still maintaining it's all a projection i know that was pretty unreal to me like did you not remember all the times no but she you criticized her we, fo- we found out later she was just like venting to her girls <laughs> Ex- oh my word like yeah because at this point logan doesn't even know the half of what she said no not at all and and that kind of goes back to what i've said before of uh, i just felt like this was a bit of an abusive relationship where she was just kind of manipulating him a lot and trying to get him to fit whatever mold she had so it's yeah. just ugh. it was so awkward too because then she just walks out and logan's just standing there up at the podium like uh what do i do now but jesse informs him he must leave yeah who who'd have thought that staying with shanae could have been a better option for him i mean a bigger villain came along <laughs> which i didn't see i didn't see this coming that is funny that after all of that logan ends up looking sympathetic i didn't see that coming either (laughs) and then can we talk about kate's speech uh sure as she's in the limo bring me a grown-ass man with a big bleep and an even bigger bank account 
well, don't forget she also said in her ITM that it, it needs to be, I guess, like super easy that they she uh i believe the the quote was we should be dry humping in the corner (laughs) i forgot about that (laughs) which uh, okay kate i mean that is i mean she has just put him down at every opportunity and so many of these things are just it's so mean but it's also not even a, a, like an accurate representation of him necessarily like all these things of like they're just ha- things she's put on him yeah how does she and, know and how she feels about like how he kind of goes through life from what she's seeing yeah it just seems she's made a lot of assumptions that might not be true yeah i mean how does like does she really know for certain that he doesn't have a big D? <laughs> well. <laughs> no, that was, it wasn't very family friendly, but yeah. Wow. Okay. Well, that was a rose ceremony. Yep. So uh, the next morning, Jesse informs them paradise is over. And we have this segment of the show each season where everybody has to like define the relationship basically. Right. And I guess, so I feel a little stupid here and this i may have just forgotten but you can't so you can't go to and like you can't do a fantasy suite unless you are truly considering being engaged is that like an actual rule well i don't know if it's an explicit one but that's kind of how it seems like i mean that's what that's kind of that's what he was saying basically in his little in his little speech um yeah that's that's usually what it ends up being i think Mm. yeah so So, now we have to define the relationship i mean some of these were pretty obvious like brandon serene obviously they are moving on to the next round Uh uh-huh i mean Brittany really needed to hear i love you from From tyler but and i mean he delivered but also they're not ready to get engaged Right, right. I mean, that's 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 the thing. You you define the relationship, and I mean, after like three days, are you really truly ready to be engaged with someone? Some, probably not. But you know, you like this person. You want to try life together outside of paradise. Yeah. And so that's really that was the big takeaway here for most of these couples. Yeah, they looked hopeful. Is we uh we're not going to take on the liability of Neil Lane's $150,000 engagement ring. We are just going to go and live our lives. So next is Shanae and Joey. I put question mark. I don't know if that's <laughs> yeah, the no, right it's twin. Tr- it's true. I know because I went back and I edited <laughs> it. Uh yeah, this was really funny to me because this like 23 year old 23 like that, or 24 thinks that he and this fully grown like man-eater woman are on the same page yeah i don't know what he thought the outcome was <laughs> going to be here but he seemed very surprised that shanae is all of a sudden like 
not on board. She's crying immediately when they sit down. <laughs> uh, who could have seen this coming? I know. So Sinead brings up all the points that I best, I guess the rest of us have been saying all this time. Like, this isn't serious. The age gap scares me. I need someone more independent. And he's what? like, why didn't you bring this up beforehand? I love that it also it scares her that he still lives with his parents. <laughs> I mean, he's young. Like, a lot of young adults do. So... Right. I'm not really that uncommon, but I guess for Sinead, it's like not where I want to be. Right. And I look, I, I don't actually, if you can even believe it, find fault with Sinead here. Like, and I don't, I don't think that despite his protests that he, like he being Joey could really truly say things were like how he thought like this has never been serious this has no. all just been like a silly thing and so when push comes to shove these are like the actual realities and so yeah. i i totally understood i also feel like he was more hurt not by the fact that the relationship was ending but that she brought all of this all these reasons kind of dumped him on it well, dumped I, them on him I, th I think the biggest thing was that she doesn't really see him as a man yeah that's a little rough it is but do you disagree i mean he's a young man <laughs> <laughs> he's not a, i wouldn't call him a boy but young man <laughs> he also bristled at the whole i don't want someone who makes tiktoks accusation Right. Which, by the way, people went on the internet to vote their TikToks. Shanae had more TikToks than he did. So <laughs> she's one to talk. It, look, it's different, okay? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> like, I feel like everybody by now should know about my stance on TikTok, which is not, it's, it's, it's just for kids. I'm even way more than Janae, okay? I don't even have a TikTok. <laughs> nope. We also learn in the limo, Janae's riding away, she wants someone to show off back home. Uh-huh. And uh, always, always such a shame, but tracks with our, our entire season here is that Flo always gets the short end of the stick because as joey leaves in his vehicle to the airport he is sitting there right next to justin, Ju justin? yes justin <laughs> and joey mm -hmm. are sitting next to each other in the limo talking about how their relationships are over we didn't even get the final conversation or even a, a glimpse a, sh a short momentary frame of flow here at the end nope all we got was like a quick shot of them like hugging on the day bed being like <laughs> not we're not doing this and that was it oh, that's so sad that the shortest thing ever oh they did flow dirty there unbelievable so hmm. johnny and victoria also move on to the next round they say i love you to each other mm -hmm. they're 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 gonna go to the fantasy suites for sure and then we have the Aaron and Genevieve saga. Oh. And what ends up being the conclusion of the <laughs> saga. 
Ah, uh, what a what a disaster! I I feel like I've said this repeatedly about them for for the whole season. What a disaster! They even, just can't communicate with each other. Even the breakup is a disaster. Uh huh. Yeah, I just. Ugh. So Aaron takes issue with the fact that whenever something is wrong, Genevieve leaves, packs her bags. He wants someone is going to stick around want security can't picture continuing this pattern outside of paradise which like on the surface that's not horrible reasoning (laughs) but he kind of left out the reason why genevieve was like having to leave all those times uh it had nothing to do with him (laughs) no and he finishes his speech with saying he's at peace great getting to know her you're a great friend you look beautiful today <laughs> and then he just gets up meanwhile genevieve basically doesn't say anything here no not a word but her eyes though well you know that the the cogs were turning a million miles an hour mm-hmm. in her brain she needed some time to think <laughs> <laughs> yeah ah. Uh. So she starts packing her bags and then is like, on second thought, I have some things to say. Well, you know, it's it's a lot easier to get those things out in the open after a Victoria pep talk. Mm -hmm. So she talks about how we put everything on her. And this was honestly just a lot of back and forth. Um, I mean, just their miscommunication continuing yeah they're just incapable of truly understanding each other because i've at at some level i feel like this entire time it's never been as extreme as either of them have thought no it's always these like (laughs) small things like like even this even this breakup I didn't I didn't really feel like he just totally minimized his role and stuff. I mean maybe he wasn't falling over himself to like take blame for what happened, but and maybe I wasn't paying enough attention, but it didn't it didn't seem like it was fully, oh, this is just all your fault and whatever, screw you, I'm out of here. So there is always it's always escalating no matter no matter what from both sides it's always escalating yeah i also have to say that there's like some outside stuff here that may have influenced Ooh, are we gonna get sprinkled (laughs) sprinkled on here yeah so it turns out he was like two timing slash dating two different women at the same time before paradise they didn't know about each other until he was down there in mexico filming so they like compared notes and then he is apparently supposedly still with one of those girls now every good bro needs at least three women (laughs) so if he had someone before and someone after kind of makes sense why he dumped her here yeah that's that's a, a little chaotic and messy and not 
ethical if you're hiding multiple partners from each other yeah and the unfortunate thing is reality steve didn't find out about this until after they had filmed the reunion okay so come on reality steve what's going on here <laughs> well he had like, where, where where are your sources when we need them I, I i think someone came to him one of the two women came to him and was I like mean, i'm not surprised yeah so that's when you they found out so hmm, that's yeah. my opinion of Aaron has plummeted some. Hmm. That's that's unfortunate. The reality is that these people who come on this show, just like people in the real world, uh have have a lot of messiness. Now is the statistic weighted in terms of how many people with extremely messy situations go on the show yeah probably but yeah it's a little it's a little weird to kind of find out these things because nothing or rarely it it seems is everything like it seems i guess all of this stuff presumably was what genevieve was throwing shade about on on social media throughout the the season well only recently though because the reunion was filmed like november 4th i think okay. or summer like november 5th around there i just and keep seeing you uh, uh link to genevieve snark about yeah <laughs> about if, it's, if it's recent snark yes it's because of the two women uh that is incredibly uncomfortable thank you for that <laughs> Oh, where were we? <laughs> Michael and Danielle. So they kind of do the Brittany and Tyler route. Mm-hmm. Not ready to get engaged, but they both feel really lucky, glad to have found each other. I thought the compass thing he gave her was really sweet. Oh, yeah. So I, I forgot about that. Yeah. So he, I guess, and I, I wasn't sure whether he got the compass while she was sick or not i know he he got it so if people didn't catch this i guess they got he got three compasses one for his son one for him one for his wife and so i thought that it might have been while she was sick but i'm not positive it could it could have been said. before but essentially uh to help them find each other you know a sentimental thing and so he was saying that he thought that the compass led him to danielle yep he wants to introduce her to james at some point at some point when the time is right mm -hmm. not right now later and danielle promises not to overstep what he had with laura and they leave together yeah what a it's just it's so bizarre to me that this happened on this season just like the 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 tragedy that they've had in their lives and just like oh let's just throw them on bachelor in paradise <laughs> i mean it's pretty orchestrated oh absolutely absolutely it's it's just it's one of those things i scratch my head a little bit because they do seem like a a good match and 
they have made some great progress and I can't I mean I can't even imagine the amount of just constant trauma and like the the grief you'd go through going through all that stuff mm-hmm. so to like be on a show that isn't quite like it, it's not at the end of the day it's not a super serious thing as much as we may pretend it is so yeah i guess we'll see where are they now are they still together who knows so at this point we only have four people left which is a little unusual mm-hmm. and they also then had this fancy dinner which I haven't, I don't recall seeing this sort of thing before either. Normally we cut straight to like fantasy suites. Got to take a little bit of a, a breather. Mm-hmm. We learned Brandon and Serene pee in the pool. Ah, that was so weird to see that footage. Because <laughs> they were just chilling in the pool together. <laughs> and then they like, they got some distance and it's like, hey, what you do? Oh, I'm just peeing. Oh, I'm peeing too. I mean, you're in the same vat of liquid. The pee is all going to circulate together. You're all soaking in it, right? Like why moving to the opposite side of the pool doesn't change that. I guess it's it's more of a uh, we'll let the pee dilute a bit before it gets to you. <laughs> but you're standing in your own pee. I don't know. It's it's just- look. As weird as it may sound, I have less issue with that scenario than I do with the whole peeing at the ocean's edge thing. <laughs> that that was way weirder to me. Yeah, at least this one had enough surrounding liquid. Yeah. Ugh. Oh, I, man, I just had traumatic flashbacks to that. Whew. Yeah. Also, I thought it was really funny that little moment where Brandon started to say that it was like a father looking at his daughter oh, when he yeah. saw Serene. Oh, no, you can't go there. And then the look of panic and then the trying to scramble to fix it. <laughs> yeah, no, just uh, please, everyone, don't be like Mike, the virgin. Oh, man. I forgot Do not about him. superimpose <laughs> either of your parents onto romantic and or sexual moments no. that is a bad idea oh hmm. victoria also says she can see johnny as the father of her children Whew. we're gonna put a pin in that one. Oh, i mean they're they're definitely gonna have kids together they are made for they're, each other and they are they continue to be happy to this day Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, the other, the like the the funny moment from Johnny and Victoria was that he called her Caroline at one point. <laughs> Just like walking <laughs> walking down the beach. I don't know where there that is came no from. Caroline this season. No. Who the heck knows? So let's let's get to fantasy sweet time because I think everybody, including myself, really just wants to get to the finale. Yes. I mean, Brandon and Serene's fantasy suite was exactly what you could have written. Like, we could have predicted what it was. All the nice things and 
falling in love, love. Mm-hmm. I, I honestly think that over this season, Brandon has cried enough to fill up a bathtub. <laughs> like legitimately, I I believe that very much. He's a very emotional guy. Uh huh. Yeah. And like so head over heels, falls so hard. It's just like wow. I don't. I just feel like I've never seen a contestant quite like him before. No, I. I still. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to bring this up again, but like, Serene still to me is is just mini Michelle. <laughs> I don't. I don't see I'm, that. I'm though. sorry, but the smile. It's just. It is. It is entirely the smile at certain angles. I I don't see it with them. I, I, the two I don't feel like they look similar, I, other than I, the fact that they're both biracial and black. But that that actually has nothing to do with it for me. <laughs> it's just it's the smile. And <laughs> look, maybe maybe I'm insane. I haven't heard anybody else make this observation. But that was just like, the moment I saw her like s- smile broadly from a specific angle. I was like. Oh, that's what he sees in her. <laughs> wow. <laughs> now, look, I'm not saying that that is the only reason or they're doomed to fail or he's just still wishing that he was with Michelle or anything. Yeah, I don't think I'm, he is. I'm just saying there's, there's <laughs> a little bit there for me personally. But... We can uh, we can move on to Johnny and Victoria's. Mm-hmm. I feel like my main takeaway from their fantasy sweep is that these two should not be getting engaged. Yeah, because Johnny seems scared. Almost Victoria almost feels like she's pressuring him a little bit because she wants, or at least she says she wants husband and kids. Um, and then there's the whole feeling abandoned and just, it all seemed, it didn't seem as happy leading towards engagement as Brandon and Serene. It just looked kind of a little awkward. Yeah. I, I thought that perhaps Johnny has some other stuff going on. Like, I don't, I don't know how his mental health is normally but like what he was talking about with uh like the abandonment that he's felt like he's experienced and like that he's super hard on himself and hates himself yeah that was very serious sounding oh absolutely i i i totally believe him when when he said that stuff so like I don't know what exactly he's he's dealing with there, but yeah, not feeling worthy. Also, it, it seems very tough. So I hope that he is finding a way to to move forward through that because that's not a fun thing, I'm sure. Yeah. Uh, but other than that, it was perfectly great and wonderful. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, as we, we'll see in the next episode. Mm-hmm. 
Yep. Ooh, but uh, speaking of the next episode... Dun, we, dun, dun. we start with the reunion, actually, which I was expecting them to start off with the proposals, but I kind of like this format, actually. Get straight into, you know, spilling all the tea from the reunion. Uh-huh, though, regrettably, yet another recap. Ugh, I mean, I'm just really irritated that there was so much that was cut from this reunion that could have been included if we stopped the let's take a look back segments. Right, because if so if we think about it, the 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 very beginning of episode 15 that was about nine and a half minutes. <laughs> like li- literally, literally, not not about nine and a half minutes. I we we easily had twenty minutes of of a look back. Yeah, at, at, least. at least. So really, we only had like an hour and fifteen minutes, something like that, of of actual meat and potatoes here which is un- shame. unfortunate because i'm sure we'll get to this so that there were some things that we would have liked to see here i i did like <laughs> seeing because it's just so funny to me how all of this went down just all of the uh, kate picking at every single part of logan behind his back and just to see his reaction to that footage and and everything that yeah, and was, her having to watch it as well that was hilarious. I also thought it was funny when they put Romeo's scared, happy, <laughs> terrified prisoner face up on the screen, <laughs> which he he is allegedly still okay being with Kira. I guess so. I mean, they they're posting together on the internet. So uh, I mean, Kira says they're very happy. K- Kira says they're very happy. <laughs> that's well. See, this has was, has has she allowed him to speak on this? I I don't know. I haven't gone to Romeo's page recently, but I also feel like I'm sure there was stuff cut here too. We got like twenty thirty seconds of it. Yeah, unfortunate. So. Uh, I guess we got to uh, have a little bit of uh, Schnee and Logan time here. Yeah, I mean, Logan basically is like, yeah, I'm glad I pursued Kate because look what Shanae did during the split week. Which he couldn't have known what she was doing at the time, but it ended up being a fair <laughs> point after the fact. I know, which is just... <laughs> I don't know. I I still am going to maintain that two wrongs do not make a right. <laughs> no, but also like this is paradise. Everyone kind of jumps around. Yeah, but there's jumping around and then there's jumping around. I mean, Jacob did the same thing. He was with a whole bunch of people too. It's yeah. like interesting like some people get criticized for that, but others are just able to do the same thing and skate by. Yeah, I mean, Jacob dated like everybody. Yeah. <laughs> and I feel like after Gabby's season, he kind of left as a villain, but then everyone kind of loves him now after Paradise. Well, you know, you 
run around with a with a leaf howling at the moon. <laughs> it grows on people, I guess. I mean, I feel like overall the beach is pretty boring. So yeah. if you're somebody providing entertainment, I guess you become a little popular. I do... Uh, I do still think the point is valid that Logan darting to date around was a getting back at her thing for the oh, James prob- situation. Yeah, probably was. Still, still feel like that to this day. I really do. <laughs> Which uh, then Kate has the opportunity to say that she and Logan were were both pursuing each other. She said an almost tangible connection. <laughs> almost what tangible. What does that mean? <laughs> well, you know, you see when there's such a big mismatch in finances and you can't afford a membership to Equinox, uh, it, it just, it can't quite get to tangible. <laughs> you know, you just, you, you got to add another... 50 100k 150k to fully i see fully solidify that fully make it tangible you know it's it this is i mean this is a pretty widely known thing i guess so wasn't rich enough ah so she attempts to apologize to logan (laughs) for everything she said she said that was so out of pocket oh my hate that you had to hear that (laughs) this was like a thing in private like talking to my girlfriends and then logan rightly points out um cameras are everywhere like what did you think was gonna happen that is so funny oh that's such weird reasoning and then she said but really it was symbolic of something deeper you weren't (laughs) ready for a serious partnership which still once again like how do you how do you know that like right and i don't i don't necessarily even agree with that yeah i I didn't either like i know he kind of moved around between people but i didn't really get the impression that he was doing that particularly flippantly yeah i mean he talked about how he kind of worked his way up in california like having different jobs and he's now built a career and he said i wish you had said all of that to me because then i could have like explored things with other people which is a fair point it's still just so like i think uh i think she posted about this later but just like very very classist to just be like I'm very elitist to be like, oh, sh- yeah, I'm sorry, but uh, you're just simply not in my league. Yeah, she did post an apology after the reunion aired. It's like what whatever you may think of him personally or what he did on the season, I don't know, what, like, what you going to do? Also, Sierra, Jill, and Hunter spent some time defending Kate on Twitter after the episode aired talking about how you don't see everything. She's a really good friend. You don't like, there's more to the story sort of thing. There, there well could be more to the story, but I'm sorry. I have a really hard time 
believing that she's a good friend. I mean, they all still and hang a out. Wonderful they all person. still hang out with her. Yeah, but like, this is Bachelor Nation. These people don't care. I mean, I you know. like you had enough. I, I don't want to bring this up now, but like the whole video situation of like the party with all those people there. Uh, with, what from later? From later, the video that was posted on social media of Nick Vile's party. Oh, oh. Where you had somebody there who, for all intents and purposes, as far as we know, was, like, actively cheating on her fiancé. And you had all these people not blinking a freaking eye. So. Well, according to them, there was no overlap. I am just sitting here staring at Christy. <laughs> Look, you can you can argue overlap, no overlap. Who knows the truth at the end of the day? But what I'm saying is, like, I don't put a whole lot of stock in who has friendships with whom a lot of the time because it's like this is all a pool of people who are moderately famous in this realm and are very invested in maintaining that and living that that lifestyle and so I don't think and this it may be the hottest take of it all but I don't think that like ethics and morality are often super high on the priority list maybe not so uh and yeah i'm I'm sure kate is a lovely person (laughs) (laughs) i mean people have also said like she might be a great friend but just not great in relationships right and uh, or perhaps hunter and sierra and and those gals all have equinox memberships <laughs> well <laughs> that could be true as well but. so yeah it's just it's tough for me to to come down on kate's side here yeah a little tough considering everything we saw uh-huh and i mean of course she's gonna apologize and try to save face there because it was very egregious especially because that's the other thing that i wanted to bring up is logan's trajectory there in my opinion at least is very like just a very normal trajectory of somebody who wants to like make a living in la who's from somewhere else like you drive your broke self out there in your probably your crappy car your freaking orange honda or whatever and you you grind and you do random crap like walk dogs or teach scuba or i guess it wasn't scuba but snorkeling classes i think and like you do those things as you're trying to make it where you're trying to make it 
in terms of the field, which he he wanted to do videography and and all of that stuff. And he seems to have accomplished that goal and is actually trying to make something of himself. I think that's that's kind of an admirable thing. Yeah, that's that's normal. Like there's nothing nothing to put him down for for that. Right, but all she can see is the you know normal person car and the not enough disposable income to pay however many hundreds hundreds of dollars a month for a bougie gym like that's that's the biggest thing i have with her is it's just it's very superficial and it's one of those criteria kind of like if your top priority and top like romantic criteria is just like the person has to be super hot it's like i kind of look at that weird because it's like well if that's the the biggest priority to you what's really stopping you from just constantly moving on it's like okay well i have to have somebody who's who's super wealthy so uh, i can just take a break well what really is wealthy enough so it's like you find somebody who can afford equinox is that even going to be good enough for you or are you just going to like move on when you find somebody who actually owns the equinox (laughs) (laughs) right or or in the case of beauty like move on when you find the person who's even more smoking hot I'm sorry, I've been beating this dead horse here, but... (laughs) We should probably move on to Jill and Jacob. Oh, Lord have mercy. Okay. I mean, they are now back together, apparently. There is a... I guess they will be in a long-distance relationship. I don't know where they both live, but they're going to give it a go. Yeah, so... Jacob definitely had some regrets. (laughs) Well, yeah, we, we we both said that when he, when she came back from Split League, we we're like, why didn't you just go back to Jill then? Like, it didn't make any sense, but I guess he has wised up. Uh, uh, allegedly, yes. Uh, Jill uh, is a penguin. She mates for life. This is directly from, from Jill. Uh, so, yeah, he, he comes on down. It's like, I got to ask. Would you like be open to something again? I have nobody. I left with zero fanfare and nothing in my life. And I've been broken without you, essentially. I saw it in his eyes, really. And she was like, yeah, I'd be open to something. And so, of course, he picked her up and carried her away. My theory is that they had already been in contact. No. Because if you're Jacob, wouldn't you want to make sure you don't get rejected at the reunion perhaps but i also think that he's crazy enough that it could also just pop into his brain like oh she kind of looks receptive give it a go i mean i wouldn't risk that well, but i know maybe you he, wouldn't maybe he would <laughs> but that's why you're hosting a podcast about bachelor nation and not actually part of the cast that is true (laughs) i did want to also mention here that 
going back briefly to Katie and Logan, the the crowd was 100% with Logan here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Not 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 a whole lot of love for Kate in this situation. Uh funny 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 stuff. Ugh. So should we talk about Eliza? Yes. We got a little segment here with Rodney and Eliza. We heard nothing from Justin. Nothing. I get that I guess that was cut. But Eliza I didn't understand her being like I've made a mistake. Another Again. mistake. Yes. <laughs> so I guess it was a mistake to choose Rodney. But then it was a mistake to choose Justin. So now she wants to be back with Rodney. Correct. Because she still has feelings for Rodney, which has absolutely nothing to do with the fact that she just got rejected by Justin. No, nothing at all. Nope. Mm -mm. So how did Rodney handle this? Well, you know, in a classy way, like he always does. He says, you're amazing, want you to be happy. But I was hurt, humiliated in front of everyone. I'm getting better. I wish you nothing but the best. So instead of just being like, nope, he kind of, you know, delivers it more nicely than that. I guess what what can you expect from from Justin? Yeah, I didn't just didn't really know how to feel. But yeah, I I, know that. I don't think he's gonna go for this. No. And that he, wouldn't have made sense to me. And he really didn't. He didn't go for it. No. So no happy ending for them. Yeah, Eliza needs to figure some things out, I guess. Next, we have Genevieve and Aaron. It seems they haven't spoken since Paradise ended. Mm, not really a surprise to me. No, not at all. And Genevieve basically just takes the opportunity to apologize for you know whatever part she had in I guess their disaster and I mean Aaron kind of returns the favor does the same thing said he was prideful and foolish ignorant to her feelings and a failure so they kind of just you know like okay yeah I messed up some things yeah I messed up some things let's not get into this yeah we're all good basically uh-huh yeah just it was funny to me seeing him apologizing for his shortcomings given everything that you had told me <laughs> yeah this felt very incomplete to me because now we have more info uh-huh that would have been a juicy hot seat if she had been able to come armed with that ammo mm, boy that would have been a, a, a shame. bit a bit messy mm-hmm. had that happened Oh, man. So, if you don't have anything else for them, I I wasn't expecting Tyler and Brittany. Yeah, that was sad. Tell, tell me what happened. I was so confused. Well... How, how did their love go so wrong? So, I'll read what Reality Steve posted... 
which we didn't quite see all of this when we saw some of it, but apparently Tyler had invited Brittany to LA for a party. She said she couldn't because she didn't have money. He offered to pay for her. She said no. So then days later is when she bought a ticket to London and then Italy, which we saw that part and then broke up with him on FaceTime in Italy. That is rough. Yeah. FaceTime breakup from another country, another (laughs) continent. Yeah. And so I guess part of what we didn't see is that when she came onto the stage that she said their goals didn't line up, wanted him to be his own person, felt he was just revolving his life around her. I mean, you're in a relationship. That's going to happen to a certain degree. I, yeah, I don't know. It's just weird. I mean, she came off kind of cold. Yeah, it was a very it was a very strange set of circumstances. Cuz obviously a lot of these couples over the season break up. Like that's not a surprising thing particularly for for most couples. But this was just bizarre how like how this happened or she's just like peace out i'm going on to the other side of the world so you can't yeah. find me and then like like what caused her to have such a change of heart that quickly and then there was the whole thing about she asked him for a break but he kept messaging her she didn't like that i guess wanted some space And then there was also the insinuation that she didn't check up on him after the breakup. Right, that she just, yeah, just poof. And then her mom sent Tyler something on Instagram, which we never heard what that was either. Just very confusing. Yeah, I I didn't really know what to make of this. Just very strange. I also just... I... <laughs> I really struggle to understand this concept we always hear about of all these people taking breaks. Like, yeah, to (laughs) me, that is a breakup. It's like, what is, is that like actually a common thing? Am I just not wise to the way of the world that people who are in relationships just are like, oh, well, uh, I'm just going to take three and a half weeks and just not be in a relationship with you like we're not broken out we're just on a break yeah i don't really blame tyler for wanting to reach out and be like what's going on but right but that was too too needy for her and i guess just you know she had started to lose all the feelings from paradise i just strange i the the other thing that i noticed here is how like legitimately hurt he seemed Mm -hmm. because that's that's something that we don't always really get and i feel like that's probably just indicative of the circumstances surrounding these shows right where it's all like everything's always uh on a and it's an, an accelerated timeline where emotions are high for that period and you have the highs and the lows and all that stuff and when it sort of when everything shakes out 
a lot of these couples aren't still together. Mm-hmm. But I feel like for the most part, you don't really see that much like emotional damage. Like most of the time it's just like, oh yeah, like we just, we were going in different directions. But like he seemed legitimately messed up by this. I think he really liked her. Yeah, I I, I did during the season. Yeah, I, this was surprising to me. I it, Very out of left field. If you had asked me to predict what was going to be going on with them at the reunion (laughs) this is not what i would have predicted yeah it's kind of a shame i guess (sighs) what a disaster they had so much potential (sighs) so next michael and danielle come out they are still together and there was a brief little moment with sierra which i mean oh. i didn't even recognize her I'm oh like, yeah who her is that hair is a little different but i was like what the, who is this woman and why is she talking to michael why did they just bring in a random person i don't know why i like totally forgot what she looked like and i guess her hair was different and so i just couldn't compute <laughs> Yeah, the only thing we heard from her really was that she wants him to be happy. There was a little more. <laughs> um, I guess she had basically said she wished Michael had been straightforward with her and that it was her that he didn't feel it with and not the fact that he wasn't ready, which is the excuse we heard during the season. Right, so I not, mean, yeah. yeah, she said as much on social media. <laughs> yeah, so that, I mean, that all she tracks. Def- definitely threw some shade there and he i mean he just apologizing for not giving her the closure she needed yeah oh man that was that was before he truly fell in love okay yes he has now found love with danielle she is moving to akron ohio but not in with him just right 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 just to the city we don't want to move too fast here she has met James, though. Uh-huh. She's met him a bunch of times, and he's really taken a shine to her. That's good. Uh-huh. Yeah. And then Michael says, I love you oh, for the first time. It just melts your heart. <laughs> you don't agree? Well, yes. I just, though, I just find it odd, like... You would save that for a taped show. Like, something about that just felt weird to me. Well, it does feel weird as a normal person. I mean, I guess at the end of the day, the question is, was that manufactured or did it legitimately just slip out? Well, it seemed like Jesse kind of set him up for it. Kind of like, Michael, do you have anything to say sort of thing? So... I mean, her reaction to it seemed genuine, though, so I don't think she knew he was going to say it. Right. I, 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 I was just more wondering about whether or not it, it was a planned thing from, like, his side or if production was like, so 
I'm sure I'm sure you've gone to this point like oh I see what you're saying if producers you should just like I would not be surprised mm, if wouldn't that, that be a nice moment uh, wouldn't everybody be, be like oh <laughs> wouldn't surprise me if that's how it went but we we will never know the truth but it was such mm. a sweet moment Jesse was so happy that they had it on the show uh, it was just beautiful and yeah, as you said, the the whole Sierra relationship was just put out to sea. Yeah, sweep that <laughs> under the rug. Yeah, let's not think about that. Okay. Ah, <laughs> uh, wow. So next we have some mess. Yeah. So that's the that's the end of the bulk or main section of the studio finale. Yes, we briefly go back to Mexico. Mm-hmm. For, I mean, we look, we got to get our main man, Neil, got to get him some screen time. Yes. Which was kind of uncomfortable because Johnny still seemed hesitant, but finally says, I am ready to get engaged. It, so. it was also hilarious that Neil knew absolutely nothing about the season or them <laughs> so he's basically like so like you're gonna need to bring me up to speed because like i don't even know who the frick you are <laughs> which was very funny to me well we see johnny at the proposal site wearing capris or oh. pants that were too short one of the two and the the other thing about neil was uh, he said something to the effect of like, you know, you don't have to propose to her. <laughs> That's not true, though. <laughs> well, I mean, if he wants the relationship to continue, it is. Uh, but uh, or if he if he wants the relationship to continue, it it isn't true. He does have to propose to her. <laughs> um, but yeah. <clears throat> So, how did you how did you think this whole segment went? Was it romantic enough for you? I mean, it couldn't be because I already knew what was coming after it. I mean, even Jesse had talked about Greg Grippo at this point, so we all. I knew. mean, even we talked about him. I mean, we we tried to sequester it away to not spoil it for people, but even we talked about it. Yeah this this felt very much like. I mean, you didn't watch this season, but Hannah getting engaged to Jed sort of thing. Like, we're watching a proposal, and we know it's gone south. Or even, like, the Rachel and Tino proposal we just saw. Like, all the romance is sucked out of it. Yeah, I feel like this was perhaps even more extreme than usual in terms of like the extent of what we had known and for like how long I feel like a lot of these other scandals have been more fresh on average versus like we've known about this for at least a couple weeks by now if not like three weeks right oh yeah at least because this was their Italy pictures were like October yeah so this is like had some real time to to just 
marinate. So yeah, soak soak up the the public attention. I mean, I think that's a huge part of why they actually brought it up because I think they typically prefer not to go over stuff like this. That's why they hope stuff like this breaks like too soon, so people don't, people don't know. <laughs> Uh, until after the all the filming and yeah and uh, finales have happened uh yeah so i mean johnny johnny thinks victoria is his queen man that that was a rough line to hear yeah especially since i just i feel like victoria is just tailor made i mean the perfect person to just ruin Johnny's life. It like I'm not saying that she's fundamentally awful or anything, but I mean she could be, I don't know. But from the perspective of like she's like conventionally attractive, right? Like she sort of has that like I'm kind of like Ariana Grande type like facial structure and size i guess type thing and it has like the very outgoing and all these things which tend to attract people i guess and that's like the very thing that he has trouble with because everyone has always like left him in the past or cheated on him and all of this stuff and she's somebody who like <laughs> just doesn't really seem to give a crap like her her attitude is kind of more devil may care if you will and i just i feel like that's not the best combination for him like he needs somebody who's really going to be like yeah i'm sticking around for you you don't have to worry about that yeah i mean i never thought they were a great match i mean i think they were a fine match i don't feel like her like flirtiness or whatever is the reason they weren't a good match but well tell me that what why why do you think they weren't a good match i just feel like he might not have actually been ready to get engaged i would agree with that i just think that he was taking it very seriously yes it's just hard to I mean, this is a crazy show. Like, you've only tapes for three weeks. At the end of that time, you're supposed to be like, yeah, I'm ready to spend the rest of my life with this person. I don't know. And then Victoria's just like, I don't know, just like I mentioned before, the flirty type. I mean, I'm not entirely surprised things turned out the way they did with her. Yeah, it it's it's tough because it's it's something that I don't fully understand as somebody who's not particularly attractive myself. It's like so people just like go out and just like have random relationships and affairs with people. It's like I I just don't understand how that happens. I yeah, me either. <laughs> it's it's very puzzling to the rest of us looking in because like. I believe very strongly in loyalty, but it's also like, even if I wanted to be conducting affairs, it's like, 
how how am I gonna find a second person who who <laughs> who like finds me attractive? You know, like fi- finding one is hard enough. Like, how does how do you how do you even go about doing that? It's just strange to me to to see these people where like presumably being like conventionally attractive and outgoing and flirty, like Victoria presumably could have a relationship or an affair with pretty much anybody especially like given the circle she moves in and just like how outgoing she is and uh, like she's moderately famous as well so like i don't know i it's hard for me to understand but maybe if i were more beautiful i would have more empathy but it's like no nobody's ever approached me and been like you're looking good so like <laughs> I, don't I don't know if that's how this this stuff starts <laughs> i look i i don't i don't either i maybe maybe uh if we have some more uh like if we have any listeners who are particularly attractive could you just let us know could you like dm us or an instagram and just let us know if you know how this actually works because i have no clue makes no sense to me so once johnny comes out on stage he's by himself they're not engaged Mm -hmm. and is not enthused that victoria is about to come out Uh, in general i just felt like i mean obviously he he didn't want to be there. I wouldn't have wanted to be there. No, he seemed very, very bummed. Yeah, like he was going through it. Especially when, after their brief conversation, Jesse was like, well, are you are you ready to have Victoria come out? And he's just like, do what we got to do. I know, <laughs> just <laughs> resigned to his fate. Oh, poor man. Oh, well. So... Yeah, Victoria comes out to share her side of the story. Which, what was her side of the story? Well, she mentions ups and downs and then kind of does a little sidebar. It's like, how are you doing? Which, that was uh, real weird. It's like, you don't care. No. You don't really care. She didn't want to be engaged with having so much fighting going on. And Johnny tries to be like, well, we were working on things. and Because that is that is at least somewhat true right you didn't haven't i heard that like they were supposedly going to couples counseling and stuff i yeah i heard that too so but then johnny brings up greg and the cheating rumor she said there was no cheating and then asked what's the appropriate amount of time to move on after you called me a see you next tuesday and insulted my cooking and cleaning so johnny says he didn't say that which i don't will never get to the bottom of that because we weren't in their kitchen when he presumably said this so it's a he said she said i honestly had no idea i i was like over here doing calculations about what what you said and i realized you were like using code <laughs> Which well, is I'm just, not actually going to say that word on here, but no, you and you you should not because it's a horrible word, but it's also funny given that like it's totally insignificant 
in Australia, for example. But in <laughs> in uh, the U.S. and presumably to a certain extent, I guess, in, in parts of Europe, it's like the worst thing you can call a woman. I mean, I'd still, I still can't decide whether I believe he said it or not. I don't know. Who, I don't know which one of them to believe. I mean, I guess I wouldn't be surprised if he if he said it. I guess the 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 question we have to ask as part of this. I mean, we don't have to ask it. We could just leave all this alone and live our happy lives. But no, we're we're here talking about it. Is the question is do we buy like whose mood do we buy essentially? Because what he seemed to be saying one is that like oh he just like didn't say it like that but also right that a lot of this stuff from his side was more of inside joke type stuff like some a lot of the stuff she took issue with uh that we brought up when we talked about this before like the oh you don't cook or clean like oh well, how are you how are you a woman or whatever it was like all of that stuff he was claiming that that was more of like an inside joke banter sort of banter thing. between them i feel like i believe that yeah i could i could believe that like are are any of us surprised that victoria might not be a particularly domestic person no not, not really oh she probably has a membership to equinox <laughs> she doesn't she does not have time to be slaving away like these these people are are beautiful and and spend a lot of time making sure their bodies are perfect and and all of this stuff because they gotta stay on this on the circuit and be relevant and influence us to do stuff so, so... no i don't i don't I don't have a particularly strong thing of like, oh yeah, it, it was like that part of it was super serious. But I, it also doesn't surprise me or wouldn't surprise me if things kind of turned toxic from both sides either. Yeah, I mean, the part that a lot of people are talking about that got left out is Victoria throwing a wine glass at him and telling Johnny that she is out of his league. So... I can definitely see her telling him that she's out of his league. I feel like, and for for me, and I, this is particularly why I'm not particularly happy with them cutting this out, is that the wine glass thing is probably the most concerning thing about all this because that 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 particularly is like domestic violence yes. like that's mm-hmm. that's glass you don't throw any anything really but certainly not glass at somebody you know and so if if he really did uh throw that verbal abuse at her like in a, an an actually negative context, particularly like with that harsh insult and 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 swear, that's that's pretty bad. 
and kind of goes towards abusey as well but yeah like actually throwing physical objects at people is a huge concern so if yeah. that's true yikes yeesh yeah so victoria does admit she's dating greg but insists she did not cheat on johnny with greg johnny says she was talking with him while they were still engaged calls it emotional cheating which i i don't know about you but i do agree with that yes and not only were they talking while she was still engaged they were talking before paradise while greg had a girlfriend at the time Oh, this is so messy. I know. Like, there's so many layers going on. They've been in contact for... they. I think they even admitted on the reunion since, like, the previous year. So this is all just a huge mess. Just... And at this point, Tyler tried to, like, say something. Victoria shut him down. The part that was cut out of that is that he apparently heard from some reporter that Victoria cheated at a party in LA and was telling everyone she was single. So who knows if that's true or not, but the the party you're talking about is the party that I was referencing the Nick Vial. No, I think that oh, would have been, different I think that would have been different, but it seems like Nick's girlfriend's birthday party is where people saw Greg and Victoria hanging out. That would have been before their Italy trip. I think okay. I think that was August Oh, so confusing. <laughs> so, it's just so much. I mean, I I don't want to minimize whatever toxicity Johnny may have brought to the relationship because it's entirely possible that he did. But man, it this whole situation is not a good look for Victoria. No. Even if there wasn't cheating, which let's just say there wasn't. Let's just say she's telling the truth. It's still bad. But e- but the thing is, even if there, even if there wasn't physical cheating, there was certainly there, emotional. There was cheating. emotional infidelity there because they. It seems like they were talking pretty soon after Paradise wrapped. She was talking with Greg and Johnny. Even said Victoria told him it was nothing to worry about. We're just friends, I, which didn't uh, end up being true. No, that's very concerning. Oh, boy. And then Johnny had to find out through social media about that Italy trip, so she didn't even give him a heads up. Nope. Mm. Goodness gracious. So, mercifully, they let Johnny leave the stage after mm-hmm. all of the back and forth. and Which, which he, he actually, like, leaves the studio. Yeah. With, and then Tyler with... comes out to comfort him. Yeah. Oh. I wish Tyler could just spill all the tea. I love how the the crowd was not liking this whole thing. <laughs> they were not they were not on board. <laughs> so then to add to the mess, let's just bring Greg out. Mm-hmm. Who was not a part of Paradise, but now is technically. This was another very weird segment this segment i thought was hilarious tell me everything (laughs) just like their whole demeanor they're like we don't give a crap about anything like when greg said yeah we rekindled implying that there was something previous 
that's probably not what he meant, but that's what the word means. But he also was he like he said it in the context of them like oh it seemed like to me only say like a couple weeks after paradise ended yes he said in the weeks following but then but then victoria later is like oh well we didn't start talking until after johnny and i broke up but that would have been september so like they they're not consistent in the stories they're telling so it all seems really fishy and Victoria's like, yeah, we wanted to get a drink, but like we might get recognized, so we just went to Europe instead. <laughs> Which is yeah, that's just so the most plausible thing. Like you couldn't have gone to like the middle of North Dakota for a drink. <laughs> that would have been less well, that's, that's conspicuous not, that's than not Italy. Interesting. Plus, I don't appreciate this the the insinuation that North Dakota doesn't have a massive contingent of faithful bachelor nation fans okay well then you could have gone anywhere in the u.s just put a disguise on (laughs) yeah i know you have access to wigs put a fake mustache on greg if you didn't have one give him a wig you could have gone anywhere there were options but you went to italy a popular tourist destination and expected nobody to recognize you. But also, not only a, a popular tourist destination, also like one of the countries that I feel like a lot of people think of when they think of like romance specifically. Yeah, um, yeah like of, of course. I mean, it's, it's so funny to me how much these people think that they can get away with. Just like being on the show and just like forgetting that they have 17 GoPros pointed at them at any given time. Just like that, you you really think that as well known as this show is, that just some one of the several hundred people on the plane isn't going to know who you are. Oh yeah, there was there was the the plane pic. There was the pic of them on the like shuttle that takes you from like one terminal to another. There was the photo of them in Italy at some fountain. Like they got spotted like three times. Ah, <laughs> oh, it's so funny. It's so funny because there's so much I guess it feels like hubris to me. Like it's just like yeah, they invincibility. Just, they didn't care. Oh, we can't, like no, no, nobody's gonna find out about this. <laughs> Guess yeah. again; the it's whole, all over Reddit and Twitter immediately. The whole vibe I got out of this was defiance. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I think she even specifically was like, "F all y'all." Yep that that was the vibe. And then the whole matching tattoos thing, which is just real cringy. How are you getting matching tattoos on what you are calling your first date? <sighs> That that doesn't make any sense either. Ciao. <laughs> I love the cast reaction to that too. The, everybody's faces. Yeah, the, just the the mood was slightly hostile. Yeah, I guess them. I guess good luck to them. That that was just wild. I guess at the end of the day, I find it hard to believe that she didn't actually cheat on him. Yeah, me too. Maybe not physically, but 
I just feel like you don't go to Italy on your first date. That doesn't make sense. Like they've for drinks. <laughs> they went to dr- to Italy for drinks. Also, why didn't he just go to her house? Because at any given time, there are fourteen redditors with telephoto lenses outside of her house. That that seems unlikely. Once <laughs> once again, put a disguise on. That's what they do for. Happy couple weekends for the regular franchise. Should have just gotten gotten Greg to uh, throw on a, a shawl and 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 a hat and hunch over and put on his granny wig and just walk you know walk her his way <laughs> to uh, to Victoria's house. <laughs> oh man, what a mess! Uh, well, do we have to keep talking about them? No, we can move on to happier times. Well. <laughs> allegedly happier the crowd was not a fan of jesse insinuating that perhaps brandon and serene didn't get engaged because he kind of was like that was so stupid (laughs) he was like trying to to be all coy and like oh well but but did they get engaged and like the whole the audience was like that that i thought they were gonna rush him and and rip him apart (laughs) That was not even a, a proper like tease. That was just so dumb. <laughs> so as we predicted at the beginning of the season, these two get engaged. No surprises here. Um, I mean, Brandon cries so much. I mean, he cried when she walked up to the platform and he had lines about till the end of time, my last breath, you know. Yeah, he's really going for Brandon this. Brandon is never going to let go of her. If this, if their relationship doesn't work out, it's because of Serene. She's <laughs> wow. the one. She's the one who would have to dump him. I feel like. I mean, I I don't disagree with you. So after they get engaged, they have the whole scene with Jesse bringing his what I initially thought was a Bible, but I think it was just some notes or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was a notebook that he got in, ordained. And offers them marriage. Yeah, and of course, this this was just an an organic thought that just popped into oh, his mind totally. the night before. <laughs> you know, he wasn't he wasn't told by by production to go on. I I I never remember the actual. I think there are a bunch of institutions, but uh, probably like some universalist organization or like there there are organizations out there where you can go online and like pay 20 bucks or something and and be ordained in various uh religious institutions that but then allow you would to be, this to have marry even people. been legal considering they're in mexico i don't know the answer to that <laughs> well either way they wisely decide not to get married without their families present yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't, I don't know how that works because it would need to presumably, but maybe, maybe not though. I was gonna say presumably it needs to be legal in Mexico, but it might not, might not be, might not need to be legal in Mexico. So I really, yeah, I don't know because people do get married in Mexico. Yeah, but presumably you would have had to like fill out paperwork and stuff beforehand. Right, probably f- from specifically the this states or counties where they're actually from yeah yeah the whole thing was like probably a bit more complicated than uh 
you to like, but they were really, ABC was really hoping to have their first ever marriage on screen. But no, apparently uh, he asked them, right? Because of course, you got a cliffhanger that. You gotta, you gotta... It just wasn't a believable cliffhanger to me. <laughs> <laughs> you, didn't, you didn't think they were going to go for it? No. Wow. Well, apparently after Jesse asked them, Brandon called his parents and his mom told him that she would kill him if they got married without her. Rightly so. <laughs> Come on now. Yeah. Well, their their explanation was that family is super important to them, and so they wanted to wait until all their family could be there. And friends. Like, that would be the most not yeah. ideal wedding, I feel like. See, I don't know if I agree with you there. It's like no pomp and circumstance, no huge expense, no stress of having to get everything together and all this stuff you're paying for. They would have still had to do all of that, though. There would have been a second real wedding. (sighs) Serene's and Brandon's best friends would want to be there. Yeah, screw them. (laughs) (laughs) So they are still together. What? Shocking. I I was cracking up when Serene was kind of choking up a bit about all this stuff and how much she loves him and all this different stuff and so she's like I'm just like I'm not a very emotional person and Brandon is sitting next to her like crying he's like I'm not either (laughs) which which got a a big laugh of course yeah I saw on social media it looks like he's with her family for Thanksgiving Mm. no surprises there I mean these these two are probably the most committed of any couple that I've seen at least over the top committed anyways yeah I would agree I feel like I, I have a similar level of confidence in them that I had in uh, not not garbage, grocery Joe and what's her face? Serena? Yes. <laughs> Serena P. See, you I, know, I don't think I remember being super confident in that relationship, but they ended up getting married. So Well, I was confident at the end. <laughs> not not oh, okay. Through. Though I guess I could be rewriting history. I guess we'll we'll have to go back and listen and see what horrible things I said about <laughs> Joe and Serena at the moment. <laughs> Which no, of course, is not accurate. I only say super nice things about all mm-hmm. of these people. I am incredibly kind and gracious and generous with my compliments. There's nobody you dislike. Mm-mm, no, I love all of these people and all of their faces. I know that personally I have not said that Greg Grippo has a punchable face. <laughs> I've not said that. I've only said nice things. So Christy, do you have any other juicy things to sprinkle on us? I feel like that was mostly it. I mean, we know there must have been like a whole Andrew Jesenia NC conversation, but that's gone. Totally gone. We didn't hear from any of them. Like there was so much. Nope. 
I don't know. Uh, what could have been had we not spent the entire episode recapping? It's like, do the producers not know what we want to see? No, they don't. They really don't. And then also the whole expense of creating a fake bar for Wells to stand at and he got one <laughs> line and like, what was that? I, I would guess that he probably had a bigger role in, like, entertaining people as things just wore oh, on and took a sense. ton of time. Because this, I heard this reunion filmed from, like, 9 a.m. to midnight. What? So many hours. 9 a.m. to midnight. That's what, I think that's what Reality Steve said. That's an insane And they didn't give hours. these people the cruises? I know, right? <laughs> to having to endure that. <laughs> That's so long. Oh, man. Part of me feels like that would be super interesting. And part I would of me, watch that. Part of me, well, yeah, I'm just saying part of me thinks it would be all just the most boring thing to actually be there. No, not. I don't want to be there. I just want to watch <laughs> the footage of all of that. <laughs> I would watch all the footage, but only at like 1.75 speed. Mm. I can see that too. Speed it up. <laughs> huh. Yeah. Sadly, we lost a lot of closure because of the dominant situations from the finale. So there are certain things that I wish that we could give all of you closure on, but it is just not in the cards. We may never know those things, unfortunately. But that's how the cookie crumbles. That's what ABC keeps doing to us. Uh, so hopefully the producers in the future will get a little better at figuring out that. And maybe I'm the only one who is dissatisfied. It's no, possible. a lot of people on the on the internet are saying the same thing. I always just assume because I'm constantly complaining. <laughs> Do well, you have a kiss count? Yes, I do. It took me about four and a half hours to tally everything. So many, I mean, I was counting on my fingers. I was counting on my toes. I was enlisting other people's toes. But I do have a final count. And that final count, are you ready for this? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I have a count of 423. Wow. <laughs> that's that's a lot of making out. Mhm. Mm I mean, I'm try I'm trying my best to be accurate and improve my metrics as as things go. There's just a lot of smooching that happens. Well, it all led to four successful relationships at the moment. That's the key at the moment. And I guess maybe four and a half if you count Victoria and Greg, but no. I didn't I didn't count them as a paradise couple cuz he wasn't on paradise. No. I I don't I don't count him at all for anything. <laughs> yeah. Man, I guess that's not that's not the least successful bachelor in paradise season we've had, I'm assuming. No, that's I mean, last season we had more than that, but it's not bad. Mhm. Mm well, I feel like we have gone on long enough this yeah, episode I think is we covered it all very long so i think you know what i'm gonna ask you christy how can everyone get in contact with us 
You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at Group Dates Podcast. Mm-hmm. Christy is always posting fantastic stuff and just creating valuable conversations. I'm trying my best. <laughs> She's a genius. I got I gotta I gotta level with you all. Just an absolute genius. Well, that is the end of Bachelor in Paradise season eight. At this point, we have to wait around till the end of January. Is that correct? Yep, January twenty-third. Zachary Shellcross. Yes. Yeah, I don't know if I'm fully looking forward to that season. It's just I, I. This may be too mean, but I thought ABC had kind of gotten like the white bread corn <laughs> boy out of their system with Clayton. I mean, that was such a success. Why not repeat it? <laughs> I just why why do we need these like kind of boring people? We could have had Rodney. I know. Like, why didn't we get Rodney? Everybody loves Rodney. That w- I feel like that would have been a huge success. Like, even Logan would have been a more interesting person to choose after we've seen his Paradise Run. I don't. I don't know what they're thinking. Like, ABC could ride the Rodney rocket to the moon. I mean, everybody loves him. He doesn't fit the cookie cutter mold, though. Uh, they need to throw away their cookie cutters. Yeah, get new ones. <laughs> Uh, well, hopefully it will be more worth watching than I am currently anticipating. <laughs> but in the meantime, we have a chance to cleanse our palates. I don't know if we're going to continue with anything here in the meantime. Are we going to take a break? Are we going to keep people up to date? I don't know. We'll see. We'll see if there's anything interesting that happens. Mm-hmm. If there's anything interesting, we will let you know. Otherwise, we are going to hibernate until January. No no Married at First Sight either. No, Married no. at First Sight returns January as well. Yep. Well, I hope everyone has had a fantastic Thanksgiving for all the American people. And have a, a wonderful holiday season if we don't talk to you before end of January.